0: Take advantage of those days, light a bonfire in your backyard, cook a big gumbo, freeze some, save it for later, invite your in-laws over, that's just how we do down here. Much love to you, thank you so much for
1: supporting. Hold the mm. gravy, hold gravy podcast,
0: podcast. Hold hold the yes.
1: gravy. That's right Hold the gravy welcome back Episode 13 My name is Hunter Romero I hope your springtime has been going very well this episode is brought to you by nobody except the culture of the great state of Louisiana that's right hold the gravy is here to let you know yet again this is episode 13 this is actually part 2 of a compilation episode recorded live at Paint Delcom Day if you have not clicked on a episode previously i would suggest going back in time a little bit or at least hitting episode 12 before you listen to this one paint delcom day was fantastic it was a great collaboration between shadows on the tesh and delcom seafood and farmers market we got a fantastic spring season upon us take advantage please of any moment you get where you can cook a meal with your friends Gather with your community, listen to some Louisiana music. I'm not going to keep you that long on this intro. We're going to get straight to it. This is part two of Paint Delcom Day. Thank you so much for being my friend. My name is Hunter Romero. I'll see you on the other side.
2: How's that? Yeah, that's
1: hey. perfect. It that sounds great.
2: One, two, three, one, two, three. Hi. <laughs>
1: Richie. Yes. Nice sir. to meet you, man. Me,
2: me too. It's my honor.
1: My name is Hunter Romero. I'm uh I'm from Louisiana, born and raised Lafayette. And I saw on your your name tag Austin, Texas.
2: Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> what
1: are you doing down here on on this beautiful Sunday?
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're doing the plein air event. So it's my second year here. So of course, I'm looking forward to swing by in Louisiana to paint and of course, the Cajun food.
1: Do you like the do you like the cuisine here yeah
2: yeah. it's very. the palette is different than you know I, originally i'm a filipino so it's really different than ours but man the gumbo
1: so I'm, I'm that's interesting what do you in what senses does the cuisine make it different than the filipino cuisine
2: oh filipino food is more of the chinese and a little bit of mexican mixed yeah
1: Okay, interesting.
2: So it's not so spicy, sweet, sort of, yeah. But the, that gumbo and boudin, yeah. it's new to me. How do you like it? Yeah, I, no no,
1: no complaints? No complaints. Where have you had it? I, I'm curious.
2: Oh, uh, one of my hosts, she offered me, Richie, you're in the Cajun country. So here's, what's that?
1: So it's she, you didn't know where she had bought the boudin no, from, though? yeah, I okay.
2: didn't. Here's Tabasco. To go for
1: it yeah <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah you're in tabasco country for sure right I down the to. road mm-hmm. one yeah. of the most popular hot sauces in the world too yes I, I Made right probably there.
2: i'm gonna go there uh, this friday yeah for the tour that's hopefully. good
1: yeah. that's a good move yep so originally you're born in, in uh, the philippines
2: raised, yeah uh, um, and then what 15 years ago the family uh, migrated in the u.s so and I'm an architect by trade, and then I don't have a license to practice here, so the painting is my ticket to do, I mean, to do, because I work with somebody, so.
1: Interesting. So, do you work with architects? I
2: work with Ar- Fisher Architects in uh, Clearwater, Florida for five years, six years. Man, that's my, my, that's the time of my life that working with somebody, like, sucks. <laughs>
1: So your dream is to design architecture through your painting, or is that is that a relation? Uh,
2: no, no. With, with all the training, so I have uh, I have skills acquired through the years, and also I, I'm a faculty. I'm teaching too, as an architect of a design. And then now I'm uh, three years is already full time. Sort of this is my job. Uh, travel all over the state, uh, doing workshops and doing plenary event
1: wow man that's and great
2: meet different people like you that's yeah. really that's really <laughs> special man i'm
1: i'm i'm glad to have uh ran into you and you never know with these different events is is who's involved and that's sort of the fun part of it for me and yeah, yeah. and um coming out here and making one big almost compilation episode of yeah. of a bunch of conversations with <laughs> with different folks of you know different walking Walking different paths, you know. There you go. So, a birdie told me though that, that you were the winner of this competition in 2021 or was it 2020? Uh, last, last year. Okay. Uh,
2: to be exact, yeah. So, I won the Minerals Award for Dilcom paintings and also I won the third place. Okay. Yeah. And then the last night, I won the first place for the
1: quick draw. Oh, man. I and mean,
2: you have to paint uh, just two hours. Two hours. Two hours only. <laughs>
1: what did uh, what did you paint in that two hours?
2: Uh, I paint uh, the shadow on the tash. Okay. Yeah, with all the and then, yeah. So it's really fast. There's no, there's no luxury of time to think. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> but does that sometimes make the, the juices flow a little more, or does the creative yeah, yeah. kind of content yeah, come uh, different when it's yeah you almost feel rushed, but in a way to where maybe you're not filtering your decisions as much and maybe yeah. you're kind of just letting the paint just go, letting yeah. the stroke yeah. kind of roll, you Pretty know?
2: much. I mean, you know, you have to be no fear, but the result is so fresh. I mean, you know, so the energy is, you can tell, you can tell from the studio works and the plein air. That's interesting. And the interesting. works.
1: Yeah. So. Is there a style of painting? that you specialize in or, or or is it uh is it watercolor is it oil-based is it
2: uh, i do mostly watercolor it's a uh, water-based uh, so it's more on because that's in the old days as yes, uh, in architecture school we trained us before the advent of the computer that's the medium we use for illustrating uh rendering uh, oh wow and, and then and also, uh, and then here comes the computer that you can generate. Man, it's just like photorealism uh, right. photograph. I mean,
1: rendering. Do you do any illustration work on the computer yeah, now? Yeah. yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Before. For, before. Right.
2: And then now, I mean, I'm doing all this uh, planar circuit. So. Right. I can of, uh, It's like a, uh, we call it the dinosaur. Uh, yeah. I mean, aspect uh, skills. But uh, how
1: special, man? How? What a special kind of trade that you were taught in school like uh obviously before my time i, I i'm i'm in an interesting generation mm-hmm. where i was born before computers and mm-hmm. about you know way less yep. than halfway of my life i yep. started into the tech age yeah. but um yeah i mean what a what a concept you know you're you're taught in college to paint because yep. you have to illustrate renderings for architecture yep. and mm-hmm. That's uh, that's the only way it was done, you know, yeah. by hand.
2: Yeah, and by hand. I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm a product, too, of the transition time. Like, I do manual, and at the same time, I can do, uh, ca- uh, we call it CAD or rivets. Right. I mean, uh, but it's really different if you have the manual skills, yeah, not just, like, plug-and-play thing. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, you can tell the difference, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure, <laughs> if you were good at it i'm sure that was that yeah. would help with uh job security back yeah. in the day a little bit yeah. yeah so you you said you ate some some boudin you said you yes you ate some other good stuff by your host uh or that's very nice of them to yeah. to give you the right stuff you know yeah. and
2: so welcome to the cajun country <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know and i keep smelling what they're cooking out here There you go <laughs> can't can't complain on a beautiful Beautiful Sunday yeah. here in Davao. I mean last
2: year I won the Conrad, like I said, uh, part of my prize is I uh, uh, got a $300 worth of seafood shipped to my house. Oh
1: my god, waiting for you when you got <laughs> home. Yeah. Straight to the freezer. Probably left the pack open <laughs> just <you> to cook <laughs> for the night. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so do you cook a lot?
2: Uh no no, I can I cook maybe just a simple one, you know, Filipino food sometimes yeah, but yeah, but I'm I can paint, but not cook.
1: <laughs> interesting, interesting. It is a different form of uh, expressive art, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I've but gotten a chance to speak with some, some pretty amazing chefs uh, from around the area here on this podcast. And uh, wow. always learning, always trying to pick up some some tricks of the trade yeah, for, yeah. for my own uh, yeah. dishes. But <laughs> my family has helped me out in, in passing some dishes along. And oh, really? Wow. I, I mean, from, from Cajun cooking from my grandparents, you know. Wow. It's, wow. Uh, it's hard to top that, but I'll get there hopefully eventually. But. <laughs> wow, man. So, so uh, how do you like Austin, Texas?
2: Oh, I mean, I came from Victoria, Texas, so okay. it's quite like a two-hour drive. And then when I moved to uh, Austin, I like it because I can buy my supplies, art supplies, anytime, good restaurant. But I'm still adjusting with the traffic. Right, it's growing fast. Man, drive fast. I mean, traffic. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it's uh, it's. I mean, more and more times I visit, I see more (laughs) skyscrapers (laughs) added to the skyline, and it's just insane, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 booming city. Yeah, it's it's different than then. Man, it's 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 uh, it's. I have to adapt, I have to adjust, yeah. Right. Although I travel a lot, like, in a year, maybe I'm probably like eight months, I'm all over the place in the country. So I only stay in my studio for four months during winter season because it's too cold to uh, to paint outside.
1: Right. So you travel to paint landscape mostly?
2: Uh, yes, yeah. So,
1: What's some of your most... Um, inspiring places that you've you've seen oh. at least in this country
2: oh the farthest I I drive last year in dregs uh, Idaho so maybe three three days drive uh, man those Yellowstone and Teton man I, until now it's still stick in my still in my memory like right man and also uh, Rocky Mountain
1: right and you pass right through it yeah right over yeah. them
2: that's the beauty of being a plein event because sometimes there's like a, a week gap or two weeks gap. So I'm gonna fill that one before the next event. Going to the national park.
1: You can kind of plan your own tour, your yeah, own your own park. art route.
2: Yeah, I do. I do a lot of camping and hiking in between. Uh, so it that's awesome. I kind of so blessed when you see how beautiful America is.
1: And just just by getting in your car and, and driving a little yeah, bit, you yeah. know, it it's some intense highways at I, times, oh but man. it's beautiful. Yeah, I haven't made it out to Idaho, but a
2: really lot crazy. of uh, a
1: yeah. lot of time spent in the Rocky Mountains. And um,
2: yeah. you, have you been to Yellowstone?
1: I have not made it to man. Yellowstone either.
2: I see one time like what, causing all the traffic? There's a buffalo on the road. <laughs> what the? <laughs>
1: <laughs> can't go too fast you know he's stuck bigger you know? than your car <laughs> right
2: like, like holy
1: wow man.
2: man it's that's like you can see uh the, i don't know how they heard or i recall like like uh you know maybe back from the time like you see all the bisons running around the buffalo. Like, wow
1: just open open land open land,
2: yeah, the open land. It's so majestic-looking creatures. Yeah, like man, I see they went on the TV before. Now, now in my naked eyes. Yeah. Thank you, Lord.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's.
1: All artists, <laughs> if you're ready to eat, you're ready. What a blessing. Wow. Oh, you hear Indeed. that announcement? They're Indeed. making. They're making an all artist call to to go eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I see? can't keep you. Can't keep you from that,
2: man. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I can smell now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my
1: friend Richie, it was great to talk to you, me man. Me too. Yeah. Hope to catch up some other time, oh, man. Awesome. I'll be in Austin uh, yeah. a lot, so.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Thank so you so much. Maybe give you my card and trade card so that contact.
1: That sounds great, my friend. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Have you ever held a microphone before? Like you're singing into a microphone. Well, I guess you better get you better get prepared. I mean, if you're gonna be a superstar. If you're going <laughs> to wear a crown like that. No. She's a dancing superstar. What? All right, so Annie Kate, right? hmm <laughs> How old are you? Five. Five years old. And you got a crown bigger than your head on your head. <laughs> Where did that thing come from?
0: Uh, from a pageant. Did you win? Yes. Wow,
1: did you win? That must be a first place crown. <laughs> Was it first place? Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. Well so and then that says that's Baby Shrimp Queen. Yes. And that's for the Shrimp Festival here in Delcambre, Louisiana? Yes. Is so you get to be the queen the whole year and then you get to be presented yes. on stage? Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's that's pretty awesome. Do you come here to the boat dock pretty often? Yes. And you you come out to the to the farmers markets ever? You come and look at all the food and Yeah. She likes to get the lemonade stand. Oh wow. That's her favorite. So who had, if you don't mind introducing yourself on the mic too?
3: Yeah, hi, I'm Elena. Um I'm the seventieth Delcombe Shrimp Festival Queen.
1: Seventieth? <laughs> wow. Yeah, we a lot getting, of years. We are getting up there here in Delcombe, Louisiana.
3: <laughs> the Shrimp
1: Festival is famous, so that is that is great. That is Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. So twenty twenty two. Uh, shrimp queen yes. baby shrimp queen
3: yes and we have a few other ones in between us we have about uh six or seven queens that travel all around louisiana promoting the festival but they're just not here today
1: so that y'all's y'all schedule was to be here today yes. for paint delcom yes. day pretty cool are y'all both from delcom
3: yes yes uh she goes to delcom elementary she's in kindergarten and i graduated in 2019 from delcom high school
1: wow that's awesome so explain to me the process of how the year goes if you're the 2022 queen because it must start a well, little we were before actually
3: crowned in 2021 okay so we got crowned in july and then in august we would have had the festival but it got canceled so we still promoted the festival all throughout this year and then soon we'll be able to announce um a little secret and then we'll get the festival i can't i can't say the secret Ooh, no
1: sneak peeks on hold yeah, the no, gravy no podcast sneak,
3: no no sneak peeks yet but it's coming soon And then the festival will be held August 17th through 22nd, and we'll get to reign over the festival and kind of celebrate the whole year that we've had um, going around Louisiana and promoting.
1: And I'm sure it's highly anticipated. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah. We're we're getting ready. We have all our outfits picked out. She picked some outfits for us, and um, it's really special just getting to... Go to the festival that I've been, that we both grown up going to, and um, seeing a whole different like backside of it.
1: Right, right, and being a part of it, I think. Right. I think a lot of attendees, I'm sure, get excited to see the new queen and and Absolutely. the new baby queen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, eat all the good shrimp. <laughs> Do you like shrimp? Uh
4: huh. Do you have a favorite? Yes.
1: Tell me your favorite shrimp dish.
4: Fried shrimp.
1: What? I bet with French fries on the side, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> Well, you heard it here first from the baby shrimp queen. So if you're trying to, you know, win some votes, make sure you bring her some <laughs> fried shrimp here. That's that'll that'll make sure you're you're on her good side. Absolutely. But, so what do you think about coming out here and, and working with the port and sort of helping promote Delcom on a on a nice day like paint Delcom Day.
3: Right so usually for the farmers markets um, we have a giant group message with all of the queens that travel Louisiana all of the different festival queens and I put every month's farmers market in there to get them to come out and shop from all of our local vendors and today I put it out there too but we have another festival going on the Sicilian festival in a whole other town in Independence so a lot of them are there today. Oh
1: wow. Right. Sicilian festival. Yes. In Independence Louisiana. Yes. Okay. I know where that's at. Yeah. I live out in New Orleans, so that's kind of oh, on my okay. side. Oh, okay. That
3: that's Bayou.
1: Yeah, but I'm from I'm from Lafayette and I was saying my grandpa lived in Delcambre, so <laughs> it's uh it's all a family affair out right. here. But right. that's that's really awesome. You know, you're getting together with a a community of other uh, other individuals that are out promoting Louisiana culture, right. I think. Right. We
3: all understand the importance of keeping all the festivals alive. They really highlight all the different jewels of Louisiana, so it's crazy that you find all these things out in somewhere that you've lived your whole life,
1: but that's special. And I think a lot of people that do live here and and they need to listen. They need to listen and Absolutely. and keep the culture going. Absolutely, you know some younger younger people that may think uh, they don't might they may not live in a good spot in the Absolutely. world, you know. <laughs> but it really is a special place. And I think days like today kind of put all that in perspective mm-hmm. for people like us because there's famous painters from all over the country here. Painting our beautiful wetlands and our beautiful, you know, sportsman's paradise. Right. And people don't get to see little man's shrimp boat <laughs> parked right there too often. Yeah, so.
3: that's one of my goals while I'm traveling to kind of get the younger generation of Delcom more involved in the farmer's market and Delcom Health and the shrimp festival board as a whole.
1: That is amazing. Do you have anything that you'd want to tell our, our viewers on on this podcast interview?
4: Eat local shrimp.
1: <laughs> That's a great message. You heard it again here first from the baby queen. <laughs> and thank you again. No for problem. Coming. Thank
3: you for having us,
1: Mr. Kirk. Kirk Larson. Kirk Larson. Where are you from, Kirk?
4: I am from Hicksville,
3: New York.
1: Is that upstate?
4: It is not. It's uh, actually 28 miles directly east of New York City on Long Island. It is a noun, not an adjective.
1: There you go. That's uh, probably probably important.
4: I travel a lot for these painting events, and that it's often met with a snicker. And so I adapted <laughs> that. That's my little catchphrase.
1: I like it, man. I like it. Are you born and raised there?
4: Oh, <laughs> I was like, am I born and raised? <laughs> a <little> late <laughs> Sorry for the yeah. pause. <laughs> um, born in born in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, but I consider myself a Hicksvilleian. I've been there since about the age of eleven. So nice.
1: Yeah, very cool. I am, a, I'm a hunter. Romero. My name is, you know, Romero comes from the New Iberia area and definitely all around these parts. And we're uh, born and raised in Lafayette, right by Delcom. But yeah, I know you're. I, uh,
4: I painted. I painted in in uh, Lafayette yesterday.
1: That's amazing to to get to talk today with so many different painters from from all over the world, really. And um, y'all are here in such a, such a pretty important place to me. And, and, you know, thank you for bringing a a fresh perspective. That's kind of, that's kind of what I've at least told all the painters I met today. You know,
4: it's a pleasure. Uh, one of the great things about, uh, being a plein air painter is we paint what we see in most of these competitions, not allowed to use photography. So it's observation. And one of the things that, I like about what I do is sometimes when we paint something that may be overlooked or taken for granted, sometimes you can raise awareness to either either preserve it or honor it or respect it, or at least, you know, there's a little representation of history. And um, I I, I love the opportunity to paint places that are being preserved or, uh, you know, something that won't be there in the future and uh, to play a little role in that
1: that's amazing man it really is and I, I did get to just watch a moment in history across the way where you got to sit sit in on the on the old the harp man you just played some oh. harmonica with with our with our accordion player our musician over there at the port of delcom and pretty I, special
4: uh, thank you thank you very much uh i play blues harp and i've been playing it since college and I learned to play by feel. So when playing with musicians, the ending, and in the groove is there. It's just so much more effortless.
1: Well, you're in the right region for yeah, that.
4: Yeah, and and it, uh, as soon as as soon as I this is my second year uh, here, and last year. On the way down, I I still put on the radio and I'm fanning through FM and AM and I found uh, I think your local is eighty eight point seven. Oh Do yeah, KRVS right baby. And and every morning catch the old uh, Cajun and Zydeco shows. Absolutely. Even listen to them when I went back and. Yeah, they're it, great. That you it, could
1: stream them online, man, anywhere in the world.
4: It's great to get that local music, that history, that heritage, and and it goes hand in hand with the art. And when I can, uh, when an opportunity presents itself and the band's open to it, and I can sit in, uh, I've got that art connection and then I've got that musical connection, which is deeper historically in a way. Uh, not everyone paints, but everybody listens to music.
1: That's exactly right. If you dance or you can't dance, you're still trying and that's that's what matters, especially here. And the, the the rhythm state the Zotico, no. the Cajun music and
4: hey even even back in New York uh, I used to go to uh, Cajun parties.
1: Right? That's it, cool.
4: I, I, that's where I learned the two step and uh, so
1: do they they do the swing dance sort of halls. I, I've uh, toured with my cousin and my uncle and we've gone up the East Coast all the way to Rochester and back. Yeah, and we played these different. They called it Cajun swing dance clubs.
4: Something, something like that. It was, it was a local group, and uh, you'd try. Sometimes you have to travel a little bit, but there'd be, uh, you know, Cajun music. And uh, I find it just, it moves through my muscles. Uh, I, a, a slight digression from where I was. When a person experiences stress, it just goes through their body. Hmm. Now, sometimes when you experience music, whether, you know, one of the biggest songs for me in my life was uh, Glenn Miller's In the Mood. When I was sitting and doing portraits at parties and that song came on, my legs went even crazier than they did <laughs> when it was rock music or, or whatever. And I said, i got to find out how to dance to that because it evidently resonates with me. And there's something about Cajun music and blues that resonates with me. And I like to open myself to that full experience, which ties back in with the plein air. I arrive in a place, and even if I haven't been there before, I like to take in the real feel for that place. I uh, often, if uh, ticks are not an issue, (laughs) uh, paint barefoot, Hmm. and we'll just, you know, connect to the ground. That's it. And I want as much as possible for my paintings to feel like that place Hmm. that and and that day you know so if it's a an overcast funky day you know might it might look prettier when it's sunny but I want you to look at it I remember I was there that day that's just what it felt like
1: like you said a moment in time you know you're snapshotting and you probably only got a few hours till the shading might change or the
4: or 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 less Um, right you know if you paint a boat and you see people on that boat you might want to go over and ask them how quickly they're leaving because the (laughs) quickest way to get a boat to leave a dock is to start painting it uh same with a hot rod same with motorcycles um
1: and and what an interesting thing you chase i mean you're chasing things that are moving objects in today's world that could you're not asking them to stay stationary you're not painting in a studio you're you're painting outside yeah. you're painting with the elements you and, know? There,
4: and there are people no matter where we're painting there are people that come by and go what are you painting I'm like oh really you're painting that and that's one of the beauties of what we do and uh, i don't know when this is going to air but if it airs in time you get yourself down to uh shadows on the Tesh and check out this artwork because Our canvases, when we arrive, get stamped to certify that they're blank. Hmm. I don't know if anyone mentioned that. They haven't. Uh, They can have a little color tone to them, but the canvases must be dry and blank. And then we go out and paint. So nobody gets to, like, pre-sketch the scene for a couple of days and then go paint it. We go and experience the landscape, the atmosphere, the neighborhood, the swamp, the bayou, whatever it be. And uh, we paint that. And then these paintings, whether they're watercolors or even wet oils, are gonna be on the walls in just a couple of days. And uh, if you saw in the last couple of days or the next couple of days, you see an artist by the roadside and you don't recognize him, chances are that artwork's gonna be at Shadows on the Tesh at the end of the week. And it's fascinating to walk into a room and see 60, 100 pieces that didn't exist a few days ago. Uh, I once, I once was uh, the guest of somebody who had been at many a local town meeting, been protesting this old service station that was still in the town limits. One of the artists did a painting of that service station and this person ended up buying that and changing his mind completely. He says, "I always saw it as an eyesaw saw till I saw it as a painting. Then I saw it as a thing of beauty.
1: Wow, wow, man, that's pretty special right there and a I not
4: out to Charlie hunter by the way that was that was his piece oh wow uh, yeah
1: um i think I think this region for sure can relate to such oh. and some things that might be considered. Abandoned or yeah. <clears throat> things uh, that are and, just forgotten you
4: know, about. Delcan's got a few boats that are interesting. You know, right. uh, I saw one for sale today that can be both a farm and a vessel. Hmm. Um, a pretty good crop coming up on it already. <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: But in, in, in all seriousness, um, every town has its challenges, its pluses, its minuses. And when I go out and paint in my hometown sometimes people are surprised like what are you painting and then they see the painting and they're like wow and all of a sudden it'll trigger a whole bunch of memories and in, in particular uh, some of the online social media groups for uh, graduates of a particular year or a particular high school they see a street it's so interesting to see cross-generationally what memories it stimulates so somebody go, Oh, I remember that. Yeah, my, my the the girl that lived on the corner became my wife. We now have ten kids or you know, or somebody else is like, Oh, across the street used to be a farm. Mhm. You know, before the neighborhood.
1: Well, and five minutes ago you slid me your phone to show me the Cajun dome. Yeah. And that is instilled in my memory since I was. And not
4: only that, there was a full moon above it. Man, but not a full moon, a three-quarter. But
1: moon. I have seen this image in my own, with my own two eyes for my entire life, and with that shading and everything. I mean, and for you to come down and and sort of just recreate that by the drop of a hat. I mean, that's that's special. That's special to me, and I know a lot a lot of other people that can relate to structures like that road signs, yeah. boats, you, for, you know.
4: Yeah, Thank you very much, Hunter. Um, I had gone to scope out something else to paint in Lafayette and it turned out it was, uh, I, I had the location correct, but the trees were not in bloom and I knew it was the wrong picture. Mm. So uh, on the way past the Cajun Dome, I was like, wow, that's pretty iconic. And okay, it, it, it might be slightly in need of a paint job up top, but I painted it as it was for several reasons. Number one, Um, I appreciate your acknowledgement of it it triggered all those memories instantly and it's there's an honesty to that art Mm -hmm. and yet there's there's beauty to that architecture and thirdly I figured you know okay there's a little bit of rust or whatever it is on the top and I said I can definitely see somebody buying this and somebody else saying wow what a great inspiration to form a foundation let's raise some money to paint that dome (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's exactly right man that I was <clears throat> that's so funny I mean just so many memories in that Cajun Dome and, yep. and concerts and sporting events and yeah I it's probably seen better days in in the last 30 or so years or 40 or so no, years I, But I
4: wanna, I, I, I'm gonna divert you from the parts we don't want to talk about <laughs> and share another little tidbit this wasn't, even though I grew up as an artist, this wasn't part of my life, the idea of going out and buying art or buying art from a local artist or something that was just made. It didn't exist. You know, sometimes you pick something up at a, a garage sale or, or a discount store. There's so much art available in little local galleries or in this case, uh, Shadows is bringing artists from around the country that are all doing their take on this and you could go in and you could you could get one of those little memories and put them on the wall and here's the cool part Uh, a lot of people don't realize but artists buy art i've gotten a couple of pieces just in the last year and every time i've gotten a piece of art and put it on the wall it has never needed batteries
0: Hmm.
4: there was no software update <laughs> <laughs> and in the morning it brings me joy. In the afternoon it brings me joy and at night it brings me joy. And I'm often asked, you know, what's what's good about being an artist? I said, I have the benefit, the, the joy of painting something that I see, whether it's dramatic or serene. And that joy gets amplified tenfold when someone else gets to take that home. And then I hear from them like, oh my gosh, every day we think, oh, that's so wonderful. And it's just, that's, it's really a life benefit to right. be able to paint something that can uplift somebody. It becomes
1: and, a part of that person's life every day. Like you're saying, morning, afternoon, night, it's on their wall. They yeah. they chose to put it on their wall and not only look at it, but experience it every. Every morning, yep. they're gonna look at it, but
4: and, and they look
1: at it with meaning and intention. And a lot of you know? people,
4: a lot of people, don't even realize it's an option. And that's that's a really cool thing. Is just check it out. Even if, even if you get a little discount piece for a few bucks, or you you maybe make a few installments, whatever it is, the moment you hang your first piece of original art on the wall, it just changes your life. I I've got right now I can think about pieces in my living room and in my bedroom and in my hall by other artists and I get excited about it. So just, that's, wanna, that's, just wanna mention. They that's
1: what it's about though. It really is about supporting art if you do it if you respect it you know if you if you literally make your money and your living by art but you're still choosing to go and support a fellow artist. Yeah. I mean that says a lot about what it can do for your for your life for yeah. your house for your yeah. memories for your experiences think, and think, I think about
4: music right you, you hear your favorite artist, and you're like boy i'd love to go see them live or even if it's a local band you know yeah. like a couple dollar cover or even not and you drop something in the tip that's, it, that's important it's it's a connection in that art uh whether it be musical or visual uh, there's really Really just good for you
1: I know I agree I went to a show Friday And I missed the opening band And I bought their shirt anyway And that's just That's what it was about to me I showed up late I missed them <laughs> I know they're probably Working a little bit harder than, than the headliner At the moment So You know It's It's uh, it's just a small token Of what Music has done For me And it, I think it goes back yep. To the art And the, the conversations Are they mirror each other. They're very similar, and, yeah. and you, you're you're mean heart player, man. You hey, got thank it. you very much. Are you gonna are you gonna be out of Gerard Park next weekend for the finale? There,
4: I would love to, I'd love to be, uh, but I am probably working my way back to New York. Got I figured a lot of, that a lot of work to do back there. Well, I'll but, be uh, up
1: in uh, Augusta, New Jersey, at the Crawfish Festival no on kid. June 4th June fourth.
4: June Fourth I'll be in Annapolis, Maryland, but I'm originally from Jersey, but uh, everybody get yourself up to that crawfish festival
1: <laughs> yeah, you heard it, man, yeah,
4: and uh yeah if you if uh, when will this air in time oh yeah, this will
1: okay. be out uh i'm I'm trying to actually now push this now that I know the competition is ending next Friday, yeah people will be able to at least hear this and maybe go check out the paintings yeah. before then. So.
4: And, and, and not even don't even think of it as uh, as competition. Just go in to see...
1: See it, exactly. Uh,
4: you're, you're, it's like basically um, what a musical jam is. Right. So all of this is brand new. And every Paint single jam. piece in that room, there'll be 27 artists times at least six pieces. There'll be at least a couple hundred pieces of art that did not exist prior to the 11... On uh, Saturday, excuse me. I may have my day <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: That is so refreshing. That is admirable. And, it is so inspiring. And I mean,
4: it's including St. Mary's Parish, St. Bernard. Uh, and it's from
1: yeah. all different parts of the world all different outlooks man that's all
4: different all different towns they're just one of my one of my artist friends uh chris from uh nyack new york she's uh said oh my gosh this is my this is my landscape this big wide flat and so we get excited about this we get to share in your thing you get to see it through our eyes it's kind of like having um a band come to town and write a song about your, the place we, in fact, right. that's it. it we, we are music, visual musicians that come to your town and, you know, pick a spot in the middle of nowhere, and the next thing you know, it's a piece of art, and it may make you reflect on uh, the Raging Cajuns or anything else, and uh, glad to be a part of it. And, and really excited to have jam tonight. Uh, you can always check out Kirk Larson Art on Instagram. Or uh, if you look a little bit, Kirk Larson on Vimeo, Blues Harp. You can see me playing at BB King's, or uh, on YouTube playing with the Lonesome Heroes down in Texas. And maybe someone will post one of these and my little uh, jam down Man. at Belcom.
1: I'm honored to talk to you, my friend, and, and spend uh, what a great afternoon it was here in the port of Delcom and this is, we're watching the end of the day, we're watching the sunset, you know, I, I, I can't say enough how much I learned today about plein air events, mm-hmm. about the group of people, the community that it attracts and it's really an honor to, to talk to so many of you and I love yeah. the paint jam. Thank, I, thanks, that's a great concept, thank, man. Thanks
4: for, uh, thanks for covering it. Um, I, last year at this time, I, we were all wrapping up and I wanted to do a nighttime painting, we call them nocturnes, and I ended up looping around the area, I even called a friend back at home and had her do a search on fishing, uh, uh, fish ports and uh, seafood companies, and she said, you know, you're pretty much there, so I looped back it ended up over by ocean harvest and there were a couple of boats and i ended up uh doing that painting and i won best nocturne with wow. that painting
1: wow i'm and, gonna i'm gonna follow your instagram right now i gotta hope i, I hope to see yeah. all these on yeah. the on the instagram man and, and please please uh to my hold the gravy listeners kirk larson art on instagram right
4: yeah and uh, you can also follow Kirk Larson actor from time to time Or check me out oh, on IMDB yeah. I'm film and TV actor uh, And uh, so that's Larson with an E And it's it's not the director guy I do direct But it's uh, Kirk Larson actor known for Men in Black 3
1: I love it <laughs> I love and, uh, it, man Hey, hey
4: uh, to everybody out there that's listening Just want you to know That sometimes you listen to what might be considered a small podcast, and you too make a difference. You know, Sometimes it's just that one listener that shares the word that makes the day a little better for somebody else or shares an idea or a concept. And like in, in any other aspect of life, sometimes you can do a little tiny thing that starts to make a difference. Like maybe we don't have a million dollars to contribute today, but if a million of us contribute a one... It makes a difference. So listen, share, um, support your local musicians, support your local artists. Hope to see you. Um, I am the guy from uh, Hicksville, New York. It's a noun, not an adjective. And uh, I may look like I'm from Texas, but you'll be able to spot me, I'm sure.
1: Kirk Larson, y'all. What a day. What a day. Thank you, my friend. You heard it here first. Thank you so much for these guests for Joining me at Paint Delcome Day from episode 12 to episode 13, every interview I cherished. The, the people I met out at Paint Delcom Day was super special. The food we ate, as always, is great, provided by the crew over at Delcome Seafood and Farmer's Market. And listen, if you really need some seafood for your spring freezer to fill up or your summer freezer, don't hesitate at all you need to get online to our website and order you some fresh seafood straight to your doorstep. Today, you can do it. Here at Hold the Gravy, we all about the culture. We're approaching a super special season, my favorite time of the year, March, April, and May. I call it festival season down here in Louisiana. We got Jazz Fest coming back. We got Festival International coming back. We got Boudin Festival coming back. The list goes on. And if you are curious or if you need any insight on any type of musical selection or if you're thinking of visiting Louisiana for the first time, I highly suggest this being the time you come. It is sort of the best time to see what our culture has to offer. And you can come for two weeks during Jazz Fest and skip over to Lafayette for the first week and come to Festival International because I'm telling you, it's going to be groundbreaking. The lineup, they picked my favorite bands over the last 15 years, and I'm honored enough to actually be on the lineup with my own band, The Iceman Special, from New Orleans. I mean, we're sharing a bill with Daka Braka, which, if you don't know what's going on in the world right now, Ukraine is at war with Russia, this band, Daka Braca, is from Ukraine. Let's welcome them with open arms. Let's pay attention to what they have to say. Let's listen to their beautiful music. They play on Saturday and Sunday, April 30th and May 1st in Lafayette, Louisiana. If you please think about at least coming down for one band, I would highly suggest come and show them some Louisiana support. But that's random. I'm just excited about new music coming old music coming these are some of my favorite memories in the last few years and i can't wait to relive them i know everybody's been itching to get back out there let's welcome this world back y'all let's work let's let's do it better this time we can do it hold the gravy much love